room time for all you men and women in the armed forces of the United Nations. Time for a rebroadcast of the College of Musical Knowledge. And here's the old professor himself, Kay Kaiser. Well, evening, folks. How are y'all? You're great, mate. Well, I'll say you're great. And you know, we feel great, too, because we're at one of Uncle Sam's largest bases. We're in one of the largest hangars in the whole world. And in seven years of class sessions, tonight's is our largest student body. We're at the United States Naval Air Station at Alameda, near San Francisco. Ah, San Francisco. There's a town you can get your teeth into. That reminds me. Hey, that reminds me. I'm just like San Francisco. I got a couple of bridges that aren't paid for. Come to think of it, Professor, you do look like San Francisco. I look like San Francisco? Yeah, windswept knob and a big bay. (laughs) That's a fine thing to say, Bill Foreman. Professor, open up your mouth and wiggle your teeth. Open my mouth and wiggle my teeth? Please, I have a small boy that I brought along here to the airbase, and he's always wanted to see the China Clippers take off. Oh, please, that's enough, Bill Foreman. But speaking of bridges, you know, I was talking to a sailor today about San Francisco's beautiful bridges, and I said, think of that, five miles of span. The sailor fainted. He thought I said spam. (laughs) Ah, but it's really great talking to these, these flyers that are back from the South Pacific. Yes, sir? What a life they lead down in those islands. Floor shows every night, dancing girls... And what drinks? Ah, yes, what drinks? I must try some of that coconut juice spiked with 100-octane gasoline. (laughs) They say you wake up with a cylinder head. Hey, Professor, uh, wasn't there a terrible earthquake here in 1906? Yes, East, there was a terrible earthquake here in 1906. Well, I thought there must have been. Some of the girls in the nightclubs are still shaking. Either get lost or rip off a high-class poem or two and be sure you keep them high-class. Okay, I got a high-class poem. Oh, a girl named Lena McLean fell into a washing machine. With a slurp and a swash, it gave her a bosh, and what was left of Lena come out in the wash. (laughs) Oh, Ish, that's a fine poem, a fine poem. What's the title of it? Dope in the Soap. Get out of here. Professor, the hallowed halls of Kaiser College ring to the march of students' feet. Well, all read. And the student body, hushed and expectant, await your scholar's word. Come, give us some immortal sentence that we may hand down to our descendants. Why, sure. Come on, children. Yes, dance.
Mrs. Sally Mason. Sally, tell that gal what not to do. Don't you sweetheart me. If you don't mean this, don't talk sweet words. If they're not true, oh, don't you tell my heart like it was paper. Because my heart loves only you. You can't go round, sweetheart and others. Then come to me with your false adulteries. Love must be true. Mean what you say, unless you do. Don't sweetheart me. Sit right down. My, I feel good. I feel just like flying. Oh! Well, kids, shall we shoot him down or just let him glide in? First contestant's vest in all shapes and sizes. Well, come on, scholars, and try for $115 or more bond prizes. And our first bright and shining freshman is Aviation Ordnance Man Second Class, Jack Geyer from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes, sir, uh, Jack is a veteran of the first bombing raids on Truk and Saipan. We're mighty glad to have you home. And now let's start bombing these questions, Jack. Tonight we begin with musical mottos. Private William Penfield, somewhere in the Pacific, says the motto of the inmates of the Alameda Brig is, the motto of the Brig members of Alameda is, sailors outside, don't laugh. The motto is, sailors outside the Brig, don't laugh. It could happen to you. And how, brother? It could happen to you. Now, now, wait a minute. That's the motto of the Alameda Brig Boys. The motto of the inmates of Alcatraz is, Outside Civilians in 1994. 1994. I'll be seeing you. Right. By the way, do you know the Skunks theme song? No, I really don't. Well, the Skunks theme song is... I think so. What is it? Uh, the skunk's theme. I walk song. alone. Yeah, the skunk's theme is I walk alone. Say, <laughs> did you hear about the sailor who was stationed on Goat Island? It got his nanny. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Seaman First Class. Oh, yes, Seaman First Class Dorothy Hans from South Bend, Indiana. <laughs> Dorothy Hunt, say, you might be a Navy wave, but you're a civilian. Boing! Miss <laughs> Dorothy Hunt. Now we come to our how, when, and where question. 
Storekeeper Claire Swanson of North Platte, Nebraska, wants us to ask you how, when, and where. Now, Casey Jones was killed doing 90 miles an hour. How? Casey Jones was killed doing 90 miles an hour. He was coming down the grade, making 90 miles an hour. On a train? What? On a train. Train wreck. That's right. How, how he was killed. Now, the World's Fair opened in New York's Flushing Meadows. When? We had how, now when. New York's World's Fair opened in Flushing Meadows, New York. When? Was it 1937, 8, 9, 40? What was it? 1937. 37. I didn't hear you. Didn't hear you. Take another. <laughs> Students! In 1939, Abraham Lincoln made the famous four score and seven years ago address. Where? At Gettysburg. Right. Absolutely right. That's two out of three. There we go. And now here's another veteran of truck and Saipan bombing raids. It's aviation radio man second class Johnny Lawrence from Springfield, Massachusetts. Hey! Say, Johnny, you know Private Richard Smith somewhere in Italy sends in this one in honor of the city of the Golden Gate. Which is farthest west, Seattle, San Francisco, or Los Angeles? Which is farthest west, Seattle, San Francisco, or Los Angeles? San Francisco. Let's see it. San Francisco. San Francisco, the farthest west? <laughs> That's right. Here we go. <laughs> what what singing group? What singing group does this make you think of? Listen. Oh, them golden slippers. Oh, them golden slippers. Them golden slippers that find a way to walk the golden streets. Well, famous quartet. Them golden slippers. Yes, sir. What's the question about the golden gate? Hold it right there, boys. About the golden gate. What quartet does that bring to your mind? Golden River Boys. The Golden River Boys? Uh, oh, uh, listen, Gate, change that word, river. Students! The Golden Gate, Golden Gate. Say, you know, I was out with a San Francisco gal last night, and I asked her to show me the Golden Gate. And after I spent $30 on her, she gave it to me. First winner, Professor... The first runner. Yes, sir, Dean. Yes, sir. <laughs> Just a second now. Ish capable subject for tonight, women. Well, first, let's have a definition of women. No trouble at all. Women. Now, women are something that when it comes to beauty, they faint. When it comes to sympathy, they faint. But when it comes to Alameda, they ain't. You can see nobody agrees with you, Ace. What kind of women do you like, Ace? Well, you know, some like them fat and some like them lean, but I like them betwixt and between. Ace, will you please get serious? Now listen closely, Ace. Let's get serious. Now, suppose you get married, and your wife is not a very good cook. Oh, you've got to go right along with them. You've got to make them believe you like it like my brother-in-law did. Oh, well, what did he do? Well, he come home one night, hungry, and his wife had a big bucket of lard on the stove, and she was frying crullers. Yes? Well, the crullers looked like hand grenades. Hand grenades? Well, so what did he do? He just praised the lard and ate the ammunition. <laughs> First winner, Fats. Yes, sir. The first winner. The winner of the first round is, with a perfect score all the way, contestant number 
Number one is aviation ordinance man, second class, Jack Geyer, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Jack, Jack Geyer, you were a high flyer. And as far as the prize is concerned, you're a little bit nigher. Yes, sir. You're smart enough for Phi Beta Kaiser. Well, the children get a load of our new one-family singing group. Two brothers and two sizzling sisters, the town criers. Well, you keep your ears on the boys, and I'll keep my eyes on the girls. Boing! Sing the song she sings in that picture. You make me dream too much. You completely overwhelm me with those love tales that you tell me. You merely hold me tight, and I face a sleepless night. You make me dream. Stars 
and soft guitars. I hate the thought of early morning. I wake and then I hardly finish with my yawning. I'm dreaming again. I see a nursery plaything, and such you make me dream too Robinson from Charleston, West Virginia. All right, J.H. Robinson, you know, Corporal William Carlson in the Carl Islands wants me to tell you about my conversation today with a naval air station sailor here. I said to the sailor, uh, say, sailor, you're lucky being stationed out here at Alameda. I hear that this Alameda base is absolutely heaven. Well, the sailor said, heaven, huh? Well, I wouldn't publicly dispute that, but if this is heaven... He said, yes, if this is heaven... Heaven can wait. Heaven can wait. <laughs> furthermore, furthermore, they said the sailor, if you want to know what the sailors really say about this base, we'll have to go around the corner because when I tell you, I got to... I tell you, I, I can't speak loudly. I've got to speak low. Oh, we'll do what? Speak low. Yeah, because if I don't, won't get around much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> there is aviation instrument mechanic, third class. There is Doris Lambert from Williamsport, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Miss Doris Lambert. Yes, sir, there's a queen from the Keystone State. Now, listen, Doris. Listen closely. Uh, here's our right road. Don't get so close. I can't read the page. Say, Doris, seriously, though, here's a right or wrong from Helen Weston of Cloquet, Minnesota. I guess that's Cloquet, Minnesota. Just listen closely and answer right or wrong to the following questions, following statements, rather. 
Is this right or wrong? The shortest route to Moscow is over the North Pole. Right or wrong? The shortest route to Moscow is over the North Pole. Right or wrong? I'd say right. You're right. That is right. Second, capital punishment is when you are punished in a state capital. <laughs> right or wrong? That's wrong. You're right. That is wrong. Third, June Havoc is Gypsy Rose Lee's sister. Right or wrong? Uh, right. You're right. That's right. June Havoc and Cry Havoc are sisters. That's wrong. You're right. That's wrong. Is this one right or wrong? Mars is a planet, a candy bar, and a flying boat. Right or wrong? It's all three right. You're right. That's right. It's the world's largest flying boat, and it's beached right here. Yes, sir. It's based right here. We just saw the Mars just before we came on the show, and boy, what a flying boat. Here's Yeoman Second Class, Robert V. Owen from Topeka, Kansas. Storekeeper Helen Kiernan of Kansas City wants you to listen to this famous orchestra theme and tell us who the leader is. Les Brown. Wait, what was it now? Les Brown. Yes, sir. Les Brown is right. Say, speaking of Browns, who is Casanova Brown? Who is Casanova Brown? In the pictures, he was also Mr. Deeds. He was Gary also... Cooper. Gary Cooper is right. Say. Here's your second winner, Professor. All right, the winner of the second round, and it is contestant number one with a perfect score all the way, storekeeper first class J. H. Robinson of Charleston, West Virginia. Ah, uh, you really did some second round sparking. We can do some parking while the children listen to Lyman Gandy at the piano and the orchestra doing Holiday for String. <laughs>
final exam. The Bay Bridge's sway, foghorns bray, the contestants all pray, while down the gangway comes that southern gourmet, that one horse shea in a toupee, Mrs. Kaiser's son, Kay. <laughs> well, thank you. And our first man for the pay is Aviation Ordnance Man Second Class Jack Geyer from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, who won the first round with a perfect, perfect score. Now listen, Jack, we're devoting our playoff round tonight to that great navigator and explorer whose name is... Dedicated to who? Uh, Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus. Ah, yes. You know, he set sail for the New World with three vessels. One was the Nina, one was the Penta, and the third was either the Santa Anita, Santa Maria, Maria Posa, or... Well, which was it? Was it Santa Anita? Santa Maria. Santa Maria is right. That was the three ships he had. He had an A stamp, so he could only get three galleons. <laughs> and now, here is the winner of the second round with a perfect score, storekeeper first class J.H. Robinson from Charleston, West Virginia. Now, listen, J.H., when old Chris decided to discover us Americans, he needed some cash, you know, the old Missoula. The old, um, big boy. Gitas. The Gitas, yeah. <laughs> you mean a little of the Morgenthau visiting card, huh? That's right. Well, history tells us that he got this money from a lady whose husband was named... <laughs> the lady's husband was named... Ferdinand. And that's no bull either, that's right. <laughs> Say, uh, what was her name, the queen's name, that, uh kind of sponsored uh, Christopher Columbus. What was her name? Her husband's name? Queen Maria? Uh, no, uh, no, no, no. You see what this is right here? This is Isabella on this microphone right here. It, oh, it Isabella, is a... Isabella. How do you get that? <laughs> Isabella, that's exactly right. Say, history tells us that Isabella was a... Isabella was a lady of Spain. Of course, Ferdinand didn't want Christopher Columbus to go. He said to Columbus, Is this trip necessary? The winner, Professor. Yes, sir, we have a grand winner tonight with a perfect score all the way. It's Aviation Ordnance Man Second Class Jack Geyer of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and therefore... He not only gets a $50 wall bond first prize, but an additional $25 bond for a perfect score all the way, or $75 to Jack Geyer. Right there. Oh, Jack Geyer, he's probably got a gal. Think of the things you can buy her. And now to our, to our, uh, to our second mate, who was really great, this $25 wall bond. Your four sidekicks for some musical tricks each get $10 in stand.
This is the Armed Forces Radio Service. you've enjoyed this recording, and for more happy listening, please visit otrcat.com.